Recognized as one of the world's greatest philanthropies, Shriners Hospital for Children is an international hospital system recognized for transforming the lives of children throughout expert care and research. And now, another episode of the Shriners Hospital for Children Chicago podcast series, Pediatric Specialty Care Spotlight with Melanie Cole. Hospitalization can be so stressful for children and their families, but there are ways that you can get your children involved and make it a less stressful situation. My guests today are Amanda Hogel, she's a recreational therapist, and Allison Goldstein, she's a certified child life specialist with Shriners Hospitals for Children Chicago. Welcome to the show, ladies. So Amanda, I'd like to start with you. When we think of recreation and activities, why are they more particularly important for children with special needs or physical disabilities or children who have to be hospitalized? Yes, so our kids here at Shriners, um, a lot of times they don't have the same opportunities or don't know about all of the opportunities that they have to participate in many of the same recreational activities that their able-bodied peers are participating in. So. I take my role here at the hospital, both while they're in the hospital with us and for those that live close by, to help them to explore different leisure interests and give them that confidence to participate in all those leisure activities and then connect them with those local resources that are close to home um, so that they are able to participate in all of those uh, same activities and programs and sports that, that their friends are doing. So, Allison, along those lines, you are a certified child life specialist. Tell us what is child life and how is it used at Shriners Hospitals? So, my goal as a child life specialist is to help kids and their families cope with being in the hospital. As you mentioned before, it's a pretty stressful and can be a very scary place. Um, So, we provide some different interventions depending on what their needs are. So, sometimes if it's Um, a kid who is coming for surgery, doing some pre-op tours or medical play, depending on their age and really preparing them and educating them so they know what to expect, Um, but providing different play opportunities to allow for different outlets um, for them to be able to express themselves and see what is going on um, while they're here in their hospital stay. So we're a huge fan of play in order to see kind of how they're feeling and how we can cope with them, help them cope. So that pretty much ties together you two and what you do for Shriners. And so, Allison, back to you for a minute. Let's mm-hmm. start with talking about preparing their child. What do you tell parents before they come in? Because I would like to talk about how play and recreational therapy can help with children and that stress for their families as well. But what do you tell them before they come in that you want them to think about or do with their children to get them ready for a procedure or a medical necessity? That's a great question. So it really depends on their developmental level. But in general, I encourage um, families to use age-appropriate language and really be honest with your child. Let them know what's going on. Um, We wouldn't want someone to show up and have no idea they're coming for surgery. That's even more scary. Um, So really being honest with them giving them different choices and empowering them. Um, Also, it's really helpful if they can get a hold of books or videos to kind of help prepare them. I actually have uh, my own little surgical um, slideshow that I give families as well. Um, But sticking to routines, giving them different opportunities to ask questions, um, for the child to ask questions, but also parents ask um, the children questions as well. Um, I also encourage them to help bring their overnight bag, help them pack it, bring a favorite stuffed animal or maybe 
um, a family picture if the family's not able to stay in the hospital. So those are just some general tips. Um, depending on their age, though, uh, varies a little bit. What about for teens? Um, for teens, I would encourage parents to sit down and talk with them, um, you know, let them know they're there to support them and see what sort of questions they may have. Sometimes they kind of want to be on their own, so having the teen write their own list of questions and maybe bringing that list, you know, to their next doctor's appointment to ask those questions about surgery to kind of give them that empowerment as well. But again, being honest with them and supportive. So Amanda, when we're looking at recreational therapy, how is it used in patient care at Shriner? So if they've done all of these things and they are somebody that has to be in hospital temporarily, then what do you want them to know about some accessible patient activities, things they can do while they're there, and then even what they can do once they leave the hospital? Right. So while they're here in the hospital, we provide them with a lot of variety of recreational programs, whether that be one-on-one, you know, activities that I'm meeting with them in their room or different group activities in the hospital, just to make them feel comfortable while they're here, have them participating in activities that they would typically be participating in, um, reducing their boredom, and it just overall increases their comfort and reduces the stress that they have while they're here. And I think a lot of our families appreciate that and are able to acknowledge that it helps it not feel as much like a hospital while they're here because they have so many fun things that they're going to be doing. Um, And following a surgery, they may be limited or have some restrictions that they have to follow just to keep themselves safe. And I just always encourage them to follow those doctor's recommendations as much as they may want to get back on the court or their horse or, you know, involved in their programs. They want to be healthy and safe about it, too, so that they don't have to wait even longer to get back into all those activities. So um, if they are going to be limited, just helping them to identify some different things that they can do at home, maybe finding something new that they haven't tried before that they could start to develop while they're they're under those restrictions. Um, but just overall making sure that they're enjoying their time here and that they continue to be as independent as possible. Amanda, people think that recreational therapies mostly involve physical things, and you mentioned limitations after surgery or procedure, but it's not always very physical. There's art, and you even have therapy dogs there as well. Speak about some of the other things Mm -hmm. that go on at Shriners that can help keep kids engaged. Sure. Um, So like you mentioned, we do have a lot of outlets for all different kinds of arts and um, you know, self-expression. We have a fantastic art room that we're able to um, have a whole variety of different supplies for them to use. Um, we also have a horticulture therapy program, so um, utilizing our wonderful outdoor space that we have here at the hospital with our patient garden or bringing those activities inside um, during the Chicago winters. Um, we do have our pet therapy, you know, that goes around, and they can either work therapeutically on different goals with within their therapy sessions or just provide comfort, um, you know, while they're bedside in their room. And, I mean, whenever the dogs come, there's tons of smiles around the hospital. So we're very lucky to have them come to visit. Um, but music therapy is another great outlet that we have for our kids. Um, and, you know, just being able to interact socially with the other kids here 
is an awesome thing that they can share experiences and see that other kids and families are going through the exact same thing. Uh, just kind of helps to neutralize that experience that they're not the only ones going through this and can be themselves and not have to focus as much on the medical reason as to why they're here. Allison, what about siblings? As Amanda is discussing some of these things in art and music therapy and even bringing the dogs in, do siblings get to get involved? Because sometimes it's as scary for a sibling as it is for the child going through it. Yeah, sometimes they do. Um, if siblings are here while they're, um, the patient is in the hospital, um, we encourage them to join us in our activities that we're doing. Um, that way, you know, they can see, like, this is what's going on and, and this is what their sibling is going through. Um, we encourage them to do that if they are around. Unfortunately, in the winter months, um, that's not always the case with the flu restrictions going on. But as much as we can, we do want them to participate. Um, sometimes if um, the child is in the surgery and um, siblings are in the waiting area, we'll engage with them um, and see what sort of questions they may have as well. Um, one thing that I do tell families, um, it is really hard sometimes if a parent is staying in the hospital with a hospitalized child and their siblings are at home, um, is to really try to stick to routines that they have um, and try to allow normalization for the siblings as well as the patient that's currently in the hospital. Amanda, how can the parents encourage and help their children to find activities that they enjoy and to try some of these programs and to be social and get involved? Sure. So when I'm working with, with our patients, a lot of times it's just as important, as important to work with the family so that they're on board because a lot of kids are very comfortable or turn to mom or dad you know, or a family member for that encouragement and uh, you know, support to try new things. So having them both on board uh, is very crucial. And a lot of times our play sessions and treatment sessions and having the dogs here are just as beneficial for the parents to keep them, you know, feeling comfortable and less anxious um, while they're here. Uh, so having everyone on board with that is, is a key piece um, when you're trying to have these kids try new things that are a little bit out of their comfort zone. So then, Allison, I'll start with you for the wrap-up. Your best information for parents and for children and for siblings about child life at Shriners Hospitals for Children in Chicago, what they can expect and what you really want them to know about your services and your team and how you can help children feel more comfortable about whatever it is they have to have done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would really want to inform them of all of our child life services, which can be kind of a handful. You know, we're here to make their experience better and to help the whole family cope and and educate them um, with different interventions and provide different coping strategies and allowing for um, normalization within. So, um, you know, when they come in for clinic, when they first um, are here, you know, before any surgery happens, um, you know, asking maybe to meet child life and that way we can start to build that rapport um, and the patient can feel much more comfortable and as well as the family as a whole. Um, you know, I get referrals all the time when I see a kid right before they're coming for surgery, but it would be really great if I can actually meet them beforehand um, and really start to build that rapport. And 
Amanda, what about you? What would you like them to know about the importance of recreational therapy and feeling comfortable when they are in hospital and keeping up with even some of it when they leave? Right. So we just I just want to make sure that they're having a positive experience while they're here and um, working with them to make sure they know all of the cool and exciting things that they can do, um, you know, once they leave here. Um, so as much as Allison's focus is here within the walls of the hospital, um, I kind of like to differentiate us that we provide them the resources and the confidence and the skills to be able to take everything that they've worked on while they're here and be an active member of their community and their families while they're at home. Um, so providing all those activities while they're here is just providing them that exposure and confidence so that um, they know and their parents know and, and everybody is aware of all of the cool things that they can do despite any of their disabilities or limitations. What a wonderful program for kids and their families. Thank you, ladies, so much for being with us today. This is Pediatric Specialty Care Spotlight with Shriners Hospitals for Children, Chicago. For more information, please visit ShrinersChicago.org. That's ShrinersChicago.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for tuning in.